Hello and welcome to Bill Allen's Tuesday afternoon Facebook study. I'm glad that you're joining us. Glad that you're joining in. Uh, we have a wonderful psalm to look at. Wonderful in the sense that it's a huge help when you're going through difficult things. Uh, many of you know the songs, As the Deer. There are two versions, As the Deer Pants for the Waters. That one's a little bit older. Both of those are contemporary songs. And then there's another one. It's a little bit newer, but not brand new. It's got an echo to it. As the deer, as the deer, pants for the water, thirst for the water, Lord, thirst for the... And that one's a really strong, beautiful song as well. We've sung both of them here at West Irwin, although we're more familiar with the, the first one that we sang, as probably most people are. Uh, but we've sung the other one as well, and it is uh, very powerful. Both of those are taken from Psalm 42. Psalm 42 is written from the perspective of a psalmist who is going through a very difficult and devastating situation. And we know people like that who are going through those. You may know some that are going through something tragic like that right this very moment. I certainly do. And it's a, um, it, it's a, it's a difficult, difficult thing. And of course, one of the things that we might ask is, uh, where are you, God? Uh, those who question us and oppose us would say, where is your God? And the psalmist experienced all of that. And in the midst of it, uh, he came away with a, uh, a very strong faith and assurance that, yes, God is there. Yes, he will see me through this. And yes, once again, I will praise him as I have done in the past. Um, and so this psalm, Psalm 42, begins with the words of that song. As the deer pants for streams of water, so my soul pants for you, my God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When can I go and meet with God? Boy, you can hear the cry in those words, can't you? You can hear the psalmist Again, we've said it all along in this study, the, the Psalms are those who are, are very, very strong and very, very honest and very, very um, uh, clear in verbalizing the difficult, painful parts of life, as well as the ecstatic joy that we have in the name of the Lord, in the name of the Lord Jesus. And so these words, at the beginning of Psalm 42, as the deer pants for streams of water, so my soul pants for you, my God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When can I go and meet with God? Uh, that's what the psalmist is crying out for. And that's, I know sometimes that's what you cry out for as well. That's what we all cry out for in those times of devastating loss, of, of th times when things just don't make sense. And uh, you can't understand why God is not bringing uh, deliverance. Verse 3 of Psalm 42, My tears have been my food day and night, while people say to me all day long, Where is your God? Um, it's just amazing that uh, the things that happen that people will point to and will say, See here, uh, where is your God in the midst of this? And I can answer that question in the midst of that God is on the cross. We have a God who knows firsthand what it's like to suffer. 
uh, we have a God who, even though it may sound cruel, did not spare his own son. That's what John 3.16 says, right? For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. And it's not because he didn't love his son. It's because he loved the world that he had created. It's because he loved you and me. And he knew that we would be suffering and he knew that we had sins that had brought all of this on. And he knew that there was only one way to bring about salvation, to bring about comfort and assurance in this world, knowing that we have a God who understands, but also uh, comfort and assurance that we have the forgiveness of sins that can bring us to eternal life in God's presence. And that took the sacrifice and the blood of his innocent uh, son. And he did that. As Romans 5 says, uh, God demonstrated his love for us in this while we were still sinners. Christ died for us. Verse 4 of Psalm 42. These things I remember as I pour out my soul. How I used to go to the house of God under the protection of the mighty one with shouts of joy and praise among the festive throng. <laughs> the psalmist remembers, and I think he remembers for a couple of reasons. Number one, because he's he's longing for those days when he could join the festive throng, you know, one of those that didn't have any problems, not a care in the world. But we know firsthand that even those who joyfully sing praises to God in the middle of church on a Sunday morning, they still have issues, they still have problems, but they've learned what this psalmist learns. And he asks himself this question in verse 5. Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. I think the psalmist, as we see many times in the Psalms, is really trying to convince himself. He's thinking positive in a way, but he reminds himself, you know, I, I used to sing. I used to, I used to be there in church with everybody else. And then he gets to thinking, why, why can't I do that now? Why, why, am I, why is my soul downcast? It's the same God. He hasn't left me. He's still there. And I still have hope in him. And I know that he will see me through this. Put your hope in God. He tells himself and us and others, put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. Tim and Kathy Keller that are writing this uh, in their daily devotional book on the songs of Jesus on the songs uh, say this, human beings need the sense of God's presence and love as much as the body pants after water, as the deer thirsts and pants for water. So my soul longs for you. And the psalmist in that last verse assures us that this too shall pass one of, our, one of my mentors, one of our beloved elders and shepherds in Arlington, Glenn Gray, if you had asked him late in life, what's your favorite verse? He would tell you, well, it's the verse that says, this too shall pass, and it will. And I think that that's a great outlook on life. Yes, things are difficult now. We don't deny them. We face them head on. But we face them with a faith and assurance and hope in God, as the psalmist says, knowing this too shall pass. We don't know exactly how. We don't know whether it'll get worse before it gets better. Many times that's the same. That's, the, that's true. But we do know that ultimately God will bring us the deliverance our soul thirsts and pants for. Uh, though our good things will inevitably be shaken, uh, whether it, if you're in the midst of a good time, that's great. Praise God. 
uh, and realize that others are not, first of all, and give them help. And also realize that um, that may or may not last uh, for long. Uh, but just as the good times are temporary, a believer's difficult times will end as well. And we can have assurance in that hope in God, the psalmist says, for we shall again uh, praise him. Uh, we have a living personal God and the psalmist reaches out to that God, cries out to that God, pants and thirsts for that God as the deer pants for water. Verse six in Psalm 42, starting at verse six. My soul is downcast within me. Therefore, I will remember you from the land of the Jordan, the heights of Hermon, from Mount Mizar. I love that, the first part of that verse. My soul is downcast within me. Therefore, I will remember you, <laughs> God. Uh, when the psalmist is downcast, that's when we tend to say, well, forget God then. But the psalmist says, oh, that's when I need to remember God all the more. What a great statement. My soul is downcast within me. Therefore, I will remember you. Verse 7 says, Deep calls to deep. In the roar of your waterfalls, all your waves and breakers have swept over me. I love that statement as well. This is all from Psalm 42. Deep calls to deep. What a great statement. Um, in, the, in the depths of our sorrows, we cry out to a God who is just as deep and even deeper. He goes far deeper than we ever could. Deep calls to deep in the roar of your waterfalls. All your waves and breakers have swept over me. Uh, I'm in way over my head, God. That's what the psalmist is saying. And so I'm crying out to you. By day, verse 8, the Lord directs his love. At night, his song is with me, a prayer to the God of my life. Uh, again, another great statement. In the midst of his sorrows and suffering, he says that, um, the Lord gives me his love by day and at night. His song is with me, a prayer to the God of my life. That's the song I sing. That's this song as the deer. I say to God, my rock, verse 9, why have you forgotten me? Why must I go about mourning, oppressed by the enemy? My bones suffer mortal agony as my foes taunt me, saying to me all day long, where is your God? Again, the psalmist has great hope interwoven through all of these verses, but there's also that, that reality that there is uh, sin. And uh, it, it's that paradox of being willing to acknowledge the difficulty of the situation, the reality of the struggles, of the hurts and the sufferings and the pain, but at the same time also acknowledging that God is faithful. And our hope is resting in him. Uh, to bring about that hope and that deliverance that we thirst for. And when our others say, where is your God? Uh, it only causes us to remember him that much more, uh, acknowledging the pain that we're in, but also acknowledging that our God is greater even than the pain, even though he lets it go on for now. He's greater than the struggles. He's greater than the hurts. And he will see us through. And that's how the psalm ends. Verse 11. Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God. For I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. Through it all, the psalmist comes back to that question. Why am I downcast? God is still the same. 
The New Testament says Jesus Christ in the book of Hebrews is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. That's the God we hope in. That's the God we trust in. Uh, this phrase, I will yet praise him, is not just a, a hope. It's not just a, a call, but rather it's a purposeful, active exercise, a deliberate act that says, okay, there's a lot of stuff I don't understand about right now, but I will continue to praise the God who does. Sometimes we ask the question, uh, what if this happens? What if that happens? But the psalmist says, I will continue to praise. Uh, he's not merely listening to his troubled heart, the Keller's right, but addressing it, taking his soul in hand, saying, remember this, O soul. He reminds his heart of the loving things God had done, and he also tells his heart that God is working within the troubles. The waves sweeping over him are your waves. He attributes that to God. And we know that God has a great history of bringing good out of bad. And I don't, I don't point bad things and saying this is God's fault. A lot of times that that's uh, something that uh, my understanding of the sovereignty of God is that he could have stopped it if he chose to. But when he doesn't choose to do that, he still is right there with us. And, and he will see us through it, and he will bring good out of even the worst of pain and situations. Oh, that's so hard to believe when you're in the midst of it, when you're uh, about two feet under. Deep calls out to deep. That's when you remember, just as the psalmist said, in the midst of all of that, I remember my God. And so, again, he calls his own soul why are you downcast? Put your hope in God. He's been there for you before. He may not deliver you the way you expect or even hope right now, but he will deliver you. He will never leave you or forsake you as the deer pants and thirsts for water. So my soul longs after you. Oh my God, he will be there. He will be there for you no matter what you're going through. Let's close our study with prayer. Father, like the psalmist, we need to uh, preach to our own hearts. And so we call on ourselves and ask ourselves the question, why are you downcast? And it's okay to be downcast. It's okay to feel things. They're just emotions. And you've created us as emotional beings with true feelings and true hurts. And so, Father, we know that those feelings can, can come upon us in an instant, but we also know that you've called us, Father, to seek to respond in the right ways to those feelings, to look to you, just as the psalmist said, uh, when things seem to be at their lowest, deep calls to deep, I remember you. Father, help us to remember you as one who understands. Help us, Lord Jesus, to remember you as one who actually suffered and died yourself. Help us, O Holy Spirit, to remember you, to feel your presence and to feel the great hope that that brings. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Pray that whatever you're going through today, God will see you through. And that as the deer pants and thirsts for water, that your soul will continue to pant and thirst after God. Have a good weekend.